Welcome to Inside the Markets with John McLeod. Each program, we will bring you insights from top leaders in business, real estate, politics, and more, with the hope that experiences will provide you with the knowledge and understanding to help make your path to success a smooth one. Awesome. We are here today, guys, with Amber Rutherford. Amber is a bold coach with Keller Williams, and also she is the newly appointed, I guess, uh, operating principal for both Keller Williams here in Naples, Florida, and our office in Marco Island. Uh, before we get into the interview, Amber, tell us a little bit about yourself, a little bit about your background. Sure. So I grew up in the Tampa Bay area, uh, served Tampa Bay as a teacher. My husband was a firefighter. And in uh, 2013, we got into real estate and have had a wild ride. He runs our real estate team in Tampa They've done this year, they'll end the year probably around 75 million. And we own a title company, uh, several market centers, uh, a vacation rental company. And uh, our favorite company is we have four kids, 12 and under. Awesome. Awesome. You know, and Amber, I'm looking behind you. And now that you're moving your head a little bit, I can see the Brady, and that's obviously Michigan, uh, and Braylon Edwards. How did that end up? You're from Tampa Bay. Those are go way back to Brady's time in college when no one knew him. So how'd you come across those? So my husband bleeds uh, blue and gold. So blue and yellow. I'm garnet and gold. That's why I said that. And uh, (laughs) he has been through the good, the bad, the ugly, a diehard Michigan fan. And for me as a coach, you know, Tom Brady, there are so many stories and analogies and, you know, his example of, and belief in, um, you know, he, he's just a great example for so many things. Awesome. Awesome. The, the wonder, and being from New England, I like seeing that as well. So, all right. So, Amber, you know, let me ask you, how did you choose real estate as a career? You said you were a teacher. How did you morph into real estate? So my husband is a serial entrepreneur. He was selling candy out of his backpack at, at 10 or 11 years old, hustling and making money. And I always lived a little bit more in a box. And uh, after I helped build some professional development companies, he said, I'd like to do something with you. I want us to have a legacy, something that we can build together. And we threw around restaurants and bounce house companies and all kinds of things. And uh, I am the uh, P&L, the business-sided money person, risk-averse. And real estate had the lowest uh, overall risk, the, you know, the, the lowest startup cost, the highest opportunity, and that's where we ended. Awesome. Awesome. And you've been in the real estate industry now for how long? Uh, eight or nine years. Okay. Awesome. Terrific. And so what's one of the best investments you've ever made, whether it's time, money, uh, whatever kind of asset you invested, what's the best investment you've ever made? Well, I think the best investment I've ever made is in myself, first and foremost. You know, we have had coaches throughout our career. We've had marriage coaches. We've had financial coaches. Um, We have met with our pastor weekly. You know, we've had business coaches, you know, coaches for the title company. I, we always find people that are farther ahead of us and get into relationship with them because I really do believe you know, you are the sum of the five people closest to you. And I think people hit that and like, they get stuck. Well, I don't have, where am I going to find these five people? Unfortunately, or fortunately, 
change the way you look at things and things mm -hmm. you look at change. You can pay for that circle. They're called coaches. Great people who are further ahead of you in the game that you can learn from. We had the opportunity to coach with Gene Rivers for a couple years when we knew market centers, when we knew mm -hmm. um, public speaking and coaching and um, investing that money. And sometimes people would say, you guys spend $10,000 a month on coaching. You're crazy because we leverage MAPS coaching to do our director of sales coaching for a real estate company. You know, we have lots of different coaches and um, truly that investment has made all the other investments possible. Investing in real estate, investing in market centers, none of that would have happened if we didn't first invest in ourselves. Excellent. I love that. And, you know, Amber, you're probably the 10th or 12th interview I've done like this. The first person that focus on themselves to make themselves better in order to make other people better. Not, not saying that that is the be all and end all. It's just a very unique perspective. And I appreciate that very much. Thank you. So yeah. what's one quirk or odd thing about you that most people don't know? That I grew up, I mean, I think about my mom. She laughs at me all the time. She says, who are you? Who is this human? You are not the child that grew up in my house. So I was wildly disorganized, had a little bit of a wild streak in my teens and maybe early 20s. Okay. Yet I've come full circle, like to the point of, you know, we're involved in so many different things. We have four kids. Our house is like a well-oiled machine. I mean, there are lunch, lunches packed every single week. There's a system for laundry. Like my kids have a system that their outfits are laid out for the week. Their soccer jerseys, like I buy more socks so that we can not have laundry done for a really long time. Um, <laughs> it, it's like freakish the amount of organization that I have learned. So I think there's hope for all of us. Um, that even though you maybe were not born the most organized person, you can be. Can be awesome. Come on. Awesome. So what habit do you have that most positively affects your life and your mindset? You know, outside of personal growth and spending time to work on that, I think it goes back to what we were just talking to. Um, planning, you know, clarity is power. There's so many bold laws that come to mind yet through great coaches we have the habit of preparing for the week, you know, so top achievers, they uh, plan their work and work their plan. And every single year we've got a GPS this year, we kind of, in my mind, forexed it and did mm -hmm. the 12 week year that made all the difference. Our real estate company has more than doubled. Um, we've had other ventures that have become available because we we're nailing these goals sooner. So I think organization, um, you know, that that bleeds down into a monthly 411, a weekly uh, 411, and then even further to take that down uh, to to your time block. Like if I say this week, I'm going to accomplish these five things. Well, show me your calendar and where's your appointment that they're actually going to happen. Because if it if you get organized and you have this great plan, yes, that might be 80 percent of the battle. However, the habit of actually getting it on the calendar, and, and it's non-negotiable. Like, what's on my calendar? And you saw we had to shuffle 10 minutes, which yep. pushed three different things. And I had to call you and, and move things around. Um, having the habit of planning your day, you know, it, it is huge for me. You know, that's, you bring up another interesting point that's been a common theme here. Uh, the 12-week year, which you referenced earlier, 
you set your annual goals. Wonderful. Now, what would it take to do that in three months? Mm-hmm. And when you sit back and look at it, absolutely, that can be achieved. We all sell ourselves short. We're doing the same thing inside of KCN. Everything is based on a 12-week year, and it really pushes you to become uh, not only more efficient, but a much much better version of yourself along the way. So fantastic. Now, what do you do to reset or refocus if you if you kind of you get off, off kilter a little bit? What do you do to reset yourself? For me, it's podcast books. You know, I oftentimes can get in a funky place with my mindset or just feeling like things aren't happening fast enough. I want more. I want it now. I want it to be better. And, you know, listening to podcasts from great people, from Gary Keller, Think Like a CEO, uh, Empire Builders, uh, my own maps coach does a weekly mastermind. Just listening to that anytime I'm in a car, driving, exercising, I turn them on so that I can sharpen my mind. Wonderful. So what's some bad advice that you most often hear in our profession? And this could be a trick question because there's a lot of it out there. Yeah. Buy leads, you know, have companies set appointments for you. None of that stuff is, you know, that's, eating a fish, not learning how to fish. Like you will never be wildly successful and accomplish all of your goals if you're chained to someone else producing a lead for you. So I think that's a big one. And the other thing is around money. I think in our industry to have the flashy cars, to do the different things uh, is super important. And yes, I think that projecting an image is important and yet there are other ways to do it. You know, I, I saw someone post on social media and I don't have judgment around this Mm -hmm. yet inside. It made me sad. I'm so proud of my 19 year old for financing this $50,000 car with no money down. And in my mind, all I can think of is We are proud that we're teaching debt, a depreciating asset, consumer debt, like that. I guarantee that thing is $700 a month. That if we that makes me cringe just hearing that had a 19 year old putting $700 a month towards a real estate investment, towards any other investment that is appreciating. Um, I, I just think that we are so caught up sometimes in the image and the look and, and we've got to really have a gut check on wealth building. Am I choosing to build wealth or am I just creating more consumer debt? You know, that's a great point and uh, it'll, it may lead into the next question. One of the things that uh, I see people do is choosing to create liabilities versus assets and wealth. And the car is a huge one uh, because mm-hmm. the moment you buy that car, it is a liability, not only on the payment, but the fact that you have to insure yourself, the vehicle against anything that else can happen and go wrong. And anyway, the, the, the expensive cars are a pet peeve of mine. As much as I'd like to have them and drive them, I'd rather drive someone else's. Uh, <laughs> so Amber, what book or books do you most often recommend and why? Oh, goodness. I mean, the one thing without without fail, anytime someone has an issue with accomplishing a goal, being distracted, not meeting their, um, you know, feeling like time is getting away from them, not being organized. I mean, the one thing 
really answer so much of that. And, you know, being distracted by busy and not getting our priorities done. So, I mean, the one thing, there's so many others, um, you know, the millionaire mind, um, I'm looking over on my bookshelf, obviously, <laughs> MREA, MREI, yep. I mean, the list can go on. Um, yeah, one thing is probably the top one. Excellent. Excellent. And there's a common theme with all of the books that our guests are recommending. And that is, if you read them, there is a true map to success in each one of these books. And uh, it's wonderful. So I appreciate your time. And Amber, is there anything else before we let you go? Is there anything else you'd like to add today? Yeah, on the book piece, I heard this from Gary Keller, and I think it's worth repeating as most things that he says. Um, You know, I think that we all need to identify a system of how do we become a bad you know what, okay? So like, how am I playing at the top of my game? And that is truly your system and model for yourself. So read books on physical fitness, on nutrition, so that you can have a system for, you know, back to the one thing, the seven circles of your life. You should have books that you read that support your financial models. You should have books that you read that support your business endeavors, your key relationships. So use books to create a model for you being the best version of you. Awesome. Amber, thank you for the time. We've been chatting today with Amber Rutherford. She is the operating principal of Keller Williams, Marco, and Naples. Also, Bold Coach has a team in Clearwater, Florida uh, that her husband, Jared, runs and is actually handling a couple of referrals for me as we speak. And uh, Amber, it has been a pleasure. Thank you very much. Thank you, John. Have a great day. You too. Thank you for joining us for another edition of Inside the Markets with John McLeod. I hope you found this topic interesting. Each show, we will bring you intriguing and relevant commentary from the top experts here in our market. If you have suggestions for future topics or would like to be a guest on the show, please email me at johnmcleod at kw.com. That's J-O-N-M-C-L-E-O-D at kw.com.